0: let's get our bibles open tonight i want to continue from this morning i'm going to give a quick overview quick 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 so we can get to the rest of those that were in sunday school not here not paying attention just kidding uh, whoever didn't get the beginning amen i talked about the book of remembrance this morning amen the book of remembrance i've got something up here behind me so you can see it uh just to kind of give you a visual um we talked this morning about that God has a lot of books, and I'm going to get to that in a second, in, that he talks about, that he writes in, and what I want to uh, quickly reiterate tonight to get into the rest is that I believe, and I'm not going to read it again for time, First Thessalonians chapter 4, talks about the rapture of the church, the snatching away, the taking away, us going to heaven, amen, getting off of this earth before the tribulation, and um, I believe that that there's a book that's written, and something weird just happened with the sound. Is that me? Des? Oh, okay, we're just having issues, okay. I believe that God has a book, and written in that book is those who are going to be ready, and those who are going to go in the rapture. How many want to go in the rapture? Amen. I'm going to give you a couple things tonight, and then we're going to move to it. But on that note, quickly, um, I've got it in my spirit once again, and I'm going to do something. Whether there's one or a thousand, uh, I'm going to have another forum this month on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock back in the prayer room for end time stuff again. Okay, This is the, almost as, as important as it's ever been because we're getting close to all these convergences biblically uh, that many are talking about in September. And I want people to know what the Bible is saying and what's going on. So this Tuesday will start. I'm going to do it through the entire month of August. It'll be, if it's me and myself and I, or if it's a thousand people, I'm going to do it. Amen? So if you want to come, you're welcome to come and be a part of that. Amen? And amen. All right. Is everybody okay tonight? Man. Okay. Ready for the word. All right. All right. Let's go to Daniel chapter 7. Actually... Let's go to Revelation real quick. Let me get this part out of the way because I kept mentioning it this morning and never read it. I want to show you in the Bible, we all know about the book of life, okay? We all, we all know that. We say it every time we get someone saved, someone comes forward, we say the sinner's prayer, and we say, Lord, write my name in the Lamb's book of life, okay? And so we, we know what that means. We know what the Lamb's book of life is, but I want to show you that there are other books written And so you can understand that there is a book of remembrance. Amen? A book of remembrance. So chapter 20 in Revelation. Give me an amen if you're there. We're going to check out several scriptures tonight. And I'm also going to give you something tonight that I have not uh, given to you yet. How many like new stuff? Give you something tonight I have not given to you yet in the way that I'm going to give it to you. And that's why I wasn't out here for praise and worship. Because I was going over some stuff that came to me right before the service started. Revelation 20. Verse 11, then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before um, God and books were opened. Dylan, did you give that message? Okay. And books were opened. How many books? How many know S is plural? That means more than one. Books were opened. And another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged according to their works watch this by the things which were written in the books see it gave up the dead and who were in it and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them and they were judged each according to his works then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire this is the second death and anyone not found written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire. Father, tonight for the next few minutes, God just... Help us in this heat. Help us in this time of summer. and this busyness, getting ready for school, all the things we're going through, Lord. To focus on Your Word tonight for a few minutes, Lord. To not think about tomorrow, tonight, or anything else we have to do. God, arrest our minds and get our minds on You tonight. Get our minds on the Word of God tonight. Get our minds so we can absorb what You're trying to speak to us and give us revelation tonight. And let the Word of God come alive in us. And Satan, we bind You. We bind Your powers. We bind Your spirits. Your demonic forces they have no place in this church and no place in our lives and we thank you God for what you're gonna do in the next few minutes in the name of Jesus and everybody said amen so how many see there in the Bible that we see books not a book but books I think a lot of people uh, in their knowledge thought okay there's a book called the book of life and didn't know there was more than one so that's important to understand there's more than one if we're talking about tonight a book of remembrance what's a book of remembrance that's what we're talking about it's a book that is writing something down other than our salvation okay how many get that if the book of life is our salvation if we know that when we stand before God on the great fr- well we're not going to in the name of Jesus when people stand before God on the great white throne judgment they're going to be judged and God is by justice going to say Jesus son is that name in the book of life we know that from the judgment play that we did and so they're gonna open the book and we already, we already know as believers tonight that their names aren't going to be there because we know how the book ends. But for justice, that's what they're going to do. They're going to stand before God, and he's going to ask his son and so that they can see that there was a book. He's going to say, is the name in the book? And he's going to say, no. At that time in the great white throne judgment in Revelation 20, there will be nobody's name in that book that's there. Okay? Anybody follow that? No one's name will be there. Y'all looking at me kind of weird. Y'all get that? No one's name's going to be there. That's the great white throne judgment. They're simply asking that so that they can say that, as we know, that to be saved, your name had to be in the book. Okay? And so, no, his name's not in the book. That's when God says, I know you not. Depart from me, doer of iniquity, and cast into the lake of fire. Okay? So the book of life is a register that we're saved. Okay? Okay? And We need to understand importantly tonight that in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3 it talks about a lampstand It talks about a book of life and it says that I will not blot your name out of the Lamb's book of life Which means if he says I will not blot your name out. That means your name can be blotted out Okay, that's important to understand it, we, we can't live a Christian life that we think we just said a prayer got a ticket and we're on our way to heaven and there's no life We have to live That's not biblical okay that's not scriptural god requires something of us after we get our ticket, and it's called taking care of this great salvation that god has given us okay and so this ties into what the book of remembrance is because uh tonight to go over quickly if you go to matthew 7 once again i don't want anybody to miss this from this morning before i get into some new stuff jesus said very clearly in his word in matthew chapter 7 that not everybody who says that they are christian is going to go in the rapture or is even going to go to heaven amen that's not my words it's jesus's words he says in matthew 7 chapter 7 verse 21 not everyone who says to me lord lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven And then he says, who will enter the kingdom of heaven? He says, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So who's going to go to heaven? Those who do the will of his Father. Okay, it's not enough just to say, I believe. We have to do the will of the Father. I said it again this morning. Jesus said, if you love me, do what? Obey my commands. And there are certain things. Listen, this isn't talking about uh, a, a mistake you make during the day. This isn't talking about an anger issue, you know, you get mad about something and if the rapture happens in that very moment, you, you're going to get caught off guard and get left behind. This is living in sin. This is living in disobedience. This is walking in a lifestyle of habitual sin and God forbid as a Christian knowing you're living in sin and continuing to live in it. Okay? How many get that so far? It's important to understand that. God is not trying to not get us to heaven he wants us to be in heaven but he has rules and he says right here whoever says that their Lord Lord doesn't just mean it's an automatic ticket they have to do the will of the Father he says many will say to me in that day Lord having not prophesied in your name cast out demons in your name done many wonders in your name and I will declare to them I never knew you depart from me you who practice lawlessness okay now some would say okay that's that's the whole thought that, that you they were never saved no they were saved their name was written in the book of life and then revelation says i will not blot you out of the book of life so your name can be put in and your name can be taken back out that doesn't have anything to do with god it has to do with you you have to live your life for the lord and if you're living in a lifestyle of sin that the Bible says very clearly and that's not the message tonight all the things you're not supposed to do How many know the Bible's real clear these people these things will not inherit the kingdom of God and there's a list of things there and if you are practicing those things you are not walking in obedience to the Lord you're not doing the will of the Father and those things are being written down amen remember Luke or Matthew 12 37 six, 6 and 37 says every idle word spoken will be brought up against us amen those things those things are being written down we're going to be judged even in Christ for the things that we've done good or bad not sin but good or bad for the Lord so we got to remember that we are walking a walk that is being recorded and we need to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord okay so that said we say what is this book of remembrance when everybody to go to Malachi chapter 3 and after I read this I'll give you some new stuff tonight Mal- Malachi chapter 3 the last book of the of the Bible the Old Testament before Matthew and let's see what this says. give me an amen when you're there Malachi chapter 3 we know from Revelation 20 that there are more than one book Well, here's one of the names in Malachi chapter 3, verse 13. Your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? And you said, it's useless to serve God. What profit is it that we've kept his ordinance and that we've walked as mourners before the Lord of hosts? Those are people who have known the Lord and said, what good is it? What good was that? But he says, so now we call the proud blessed, for those who do wickedness are raised up, and they even tempt God and go free. And then it says in verse 16, then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. And it says, so a book of remembrance was written before him. Him, capital H, God. A book of remembrance was written before him. And who is, whose name's going in that book of remembrance? Let's find out. Those who fear the Lord. And who meditate on his name. How many know meditating on his name means praying, means reading his word. And how many know fearing the Lord means if you really fear the Lord in a spiritual reverence, you're going to obey him. You're going to do what he asks you to do amen and so he's saying there very clearly that there are a people that there is a criteria because when we read Matthew 7 and it said not everyone who says Lord Lord that makes us wonder okay well how do I know if I'm one of those ones that's not gonna be the one that says Lord Lord didn't we prophesy in your name how many don't want to be that person so if we don't want to be that person we need to know what is it that I've got to do to not be that person And we saw in that verse, he said that he's that does the will of the Father. But we see here in Malachi 3, he says those who fear the Lord and those who meditate on his name. And then the reward is this. Verse 17. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on that day that I make them my jewels. And without going into it again tonight, that's the judgment seat of Christ. That's the reward, gold, silver, precious stones will be given to us. And here's the key. And I will what? Spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. This means there's a church and a people who are living for the Lord and doing what they're supposed to do that are not going to have to see the judgment of God. And he says then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves god and one who does not serve him and without reading it now you could even go into chapter 12 read the first couple verses and you'll see that that begins the tribulation you begin to see the wrath of god coming down and so god is saying i'm going to take my church out first before this ever happens okay now what i want to really show you tonight different is i want to read daniel 7 if you'd go over to it i read from daniel 12 this morning and i want to read from daniel 7 and show you again that there are more than one book in the bible besides the book of life daniel chapter 7 verse 9 and 10. give me a shout when you're there so i can read daniel 7 9 to 10 vision of the ancient of days it says i watched Till thrones were put in place. And the ancient of days was seated. Jesus is the ancient of days. His garment was white as snow. And the hair of his head was like pure wool his throne was a fiery flame you'll see those same words in the book of Revelation his his wheels a burning fire a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him a thousand thousands ministered to him ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him you'll see that in the book of Revelation the court was seated and what the books were opened okay books again i'm teaching you tonight through the word of god that there is a book of remembrance and i believe that there's a tie-in between this book of remembrance and the rapture is everybody following that from this morning everybody Clear on that that there is a tie between the book of remembrance and the rapture because if if it's true that not everyone who says Lord Lord is saved then there has to be a criteria for who is going to be snatched away and taken out of this earth before the tribulation and who's not amen there has to be something that that we're that we're doing not to be saved but to be ready Okay, to be ready, because the tribulation is going to be a time of testing. It's going to be a time where people are going to have to prove their faith. Again, people are going to get saved in the tribulation. Many people are going to get saved. And a lot of those people that are going to get saved, probably, most likely, are people who are not going to go in the rapture, who had enough understanding of the Bible to know it wasn't aliens that abducted us amen and they're going to be the people let me stay here just for a second again from this morning and from last week or the week before whenever I preached that message about the three sounds they're going to be those people in the middle they're going to be those people because I don't know if you're seeing the relation to some of these things God says in, in the word of in Revelation I want you to be hot or cold if you're not hot or cold hot means ready hot means on fire cold means lost if you're not hot or cold you're lukewarm right so if you look warm, you get vomited out you get spit out of his mouth and so there's some middle ground there and that middle ground is people who are spiritual enough to know that it's something spiritual but not on fire enough to hear the voice of God okay again for anybody that wasn't here I know this was I think it was a Sunday morning I preached it so remember the story was Jesus is praying in the garden and he says father if we can re- if we can change this let's change this let's not do this let's let's go a different route remember that and it's actually different from the actual uh, most known story in the garden it's a different phrasing it's in it's in um, i think Luke 12 and when he says that he he prays and god answers him right there and he says these words i glorified you before and I will glorify, sorry, Jesus says, Father, glorify yourself in my life. And he says, I've glorified you before, and he says, I will glorify it again. And when he says those words, the Bible says right there, and I'll get you that later, you can read it later for anybody that missed it. He says that at that moment, people heard the voice of God clearly, and they heard the words, I've glorified it again before, and I'll glorify it again. Just like I'm talking right now, they heard it they said okay I got that other people heard something that sounded like the voice of an angel so all they heard was something that sounded spiritual and other people heard a sound of thunder how is it possible that all these people or just put three there for for example how is it possible three people can hear three different things from one voice because those that don't hear his voice, those that don't know his voice hear that voice. That's what they hear. I heard a noise. but It sounded spiritual, but I don't know what he said. And those that are dead and, 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 and don't have a relationship with the Lord at all, they just hear thunder. Wow, that was, something happened. Everybody knew something happened. When the rapture takes place, this world's going to know something happened y'all follow me this world's gonna know something happened some us are gonna be gone we're gonna really know what happened we're not gonna be here we're gonna hear the voice of the trumpet the voice of the archangel and he's going to say come up here and that trumpets going to sound and we're gonna be changed in a twinkling of an eye and we're gonna be out of here amen and we're gonna be in heaven with the Lord forever amen that's what some of us are going to hear. Others are going to hear a thunderous sound. They're going to hear something, they're going to feel like it was, they're going to say, man, something happened. And then they're going to believe the lie that it was some kind of, uh, uh, of, sp- of space alien abduction or whatever because that's being taught so much and, and, and on TV so much. But there's going to be a people, I hope nobody in this place, that is going to hear something spiritual, but they weren't spiritual enough to hear the trumpet. Their name wasn't in the book of remembrance. They weren't in Luke 21, 36, that group of people that he says were watching and praying. Let me remember that verse. Watch therefore and pray that you what? May be counted worthy. To what? Escape all these things. And to what? Stand before the Son of Man. Okay? so if he says that we have to watch and pray to be counted worthy if we're saved already we know we're saved our eyes on the cross we believe in Jesus for salvation y'all following me for salvation for our names to be written in the book of life but if we're watching and praying and we want to be counted worthy God's got to have a criteria for those that are going to hear his voice when the trumpet sounds and the Matthew 7 says not everyone's going to hear the trumpet everyone's going to hear a sound but not everybody's gonna hear the trumpet and the voice of an archangel y'all following me so far there's a book of remembrance we just read that Daniel mentions another book Psalms 56 8 don't go there for time it's a short verse I'll read it. it says David says you number my wanderings you put my tears into your bottle and he says are they not in your book there's another mention of a book are they not in your book so this isn't a book of life where our name is written. You've got to realize the book of life is simply that. It would be a book like this, and it would be nothing but names. Book of life is nothing but names. But these other books, the book of remembrance, and whatever, uh, however many books he has, would be those books where he's writing things down, maybe our hurts, maybe our trials, our struggles, things we've gone through, things we've done right, rewards, all these different things. And it doesn't mean God doesn't know it all, because God does. He does that for us. The books are for us. God's enough, God's big enough and omnipresent enough and omniscient enough to not need a book, but he does that for us. Amen? And so, what I really want to show you tonight is the tie-in on something very cool and very powerful. In this, in this uh, verses we were reading, how many know we've been talking about the Old Testament a lot and the tying in of the Old Testament and understanding that, that the Bible was written obviously in hebrew not in english and we need to understand the root words and we have to understand what things come from and what things mean and so when you begin to look at the word remembrance okay so we would if we say there's a book called the book of remembrance then we would have to say okay what does that book consist of in the hebrew y'all follow me what is, what is it that remembrance means in hebrew and so the word remembrance in hebrew is z and i'm gonna say it spell it then say it and and i don't know if i'm saying it right but z-i-k-r-o-n-e zikron okay that's the hebrew word for what word remembrance okay the book of Zekron. hebrew and then what happens in hebrew is he goes even further, and you could do this with any word in the Bible, and it's really what we do to really get an understanding of something when we're really studying, and someone says, wow, that's deep. Deep means we go deep into what the meaning of a word is, and then further into the meaning of a word, it actually goes to Hebrew letters that have meanings. Not just the word, every letter in the Hebrew word has a meaning. So, you break down the word remembrance to the Hebrew word zikron, and inside the Hebrew word zikron, those letters, Z and I for us, K R O N E, are actually something, and those letters mean something. And I'm going to tell you just a little bit of what the letters are. How many want to know? How many know what they mean? those letters and and i'm going to say them quickly i can i can get you the notes later whatever you can re-listen to it again and i know i'm going to butcher the names but it breaks down after that to the root word before we get to the letters the root word from remembrance to zikron to the root word of even that word called zakar z-a-k-a-r and inside those letters that means and i said this this morning kind of got ahead of myself i said that means to to mark something Or to recognize something okay mark or recognize so if Malachi is saying that there is a book of remembrance what is he saying in Hebrew he's saying there's a book that marks somebody or a book that recognizes somebody y'all following that there's a mark it means it means like I said this morning God loves us no matter what but what marks us as God's children that love him is that we obey his commands and when I obey his commands I'm marked I'm recognized as a son as a daughter of God okay so inside that we would say let me make this simple what are some of the things I should be doing what are some of the things that God is requiring of me that would make me be worthy not to be saved but to be ready y'all see the difference not to be saved but to be ready we know we are saved just by faith not by works lest any man should boast we understand that but to be counted worthy To escape the things to come, which is the tribulation, and to stand before God, and to be snatched out, and to be a group that would hear the voice of God, we have to be walking in His ways, obeying His commands, and here are some of the things. Breaking down the letters is Zion, Z A Y I N, and that means, that's the first letter, that means basically keeping the Sabbath. Keeping the Sabbath doesn't matter if it's Sunday or Saturday or what, it doesn't matter. We, we've always been, it son- doesn't matter. It means going to church. It means putting God first. It means His day, there's a day you set apart for the Lord. Keeping the Sabbath is something important to God. Just because we're in the New Testament doesn't mean He's changed that. Still wants us to be in church. Still wants us to put His house first. Another part of that same letter, this is the meaning of these letters, is... Uh, worshiping God in spirit and not in the flesh worshiping God in the spirit and not in the flesh Jesus said I want you to worship me in spirit and in truth okay so this is what this book of remembrance mean another is out of the same word Zion Z-A-Y-I-N is being fruitful now as I'm saying some of these if you know the Bible at all you're gonna recognize some of these things that Jesus talked about we know that that we know that Jesus didn't come to change the Ten Commandments. He came to fulfill them. And he said that you will fulfill all Ten Commandments by what? Loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself. That doesn't mean that you stop going to church. That doesn't mean you stop murdering people. That doesn't mean you stop committing adultery, quit cheating, quit lying. It means that when you love him with all your heart, all the other ones are fulfilled because you won't do those things because you love God. And you'll go to church and you will worship God in spirit and in truth because you have a relationship and you will bear fruit. Because what does John 15 say? He who abides in me, I will what? Abide in him. And if we don't abide in him, what happens? We get cut. First, we get pruned. The pruning's first. And if we're not bearing fruit we get cut off because we're not we're worthless so we have to bear fruit as christians we have to be serving and working and doing is all part of being ready and watching and waiting for the lord okay the next one is the word Kaft, K-A-P-H. This is all, again, for anybody that's uh, getting confused, this is all the breakdown of zikron, which means remembrance, and then the root word zakar, and now the letters of those words and what they mean. That means, watch this, part of that word, kaft, K-A-P-H, means being bendable, moldable, or formable. Jesus is coming back for a people who are willing to be Touched by him people who are willing to be bent by him people who are willing to be molded by him people who love him who so much that they say Lord not don't just come into my house come into my living room come into my kitchen come into my bedroom come into my closet don't just take some of me take all of me bendable formable able to be changed by the power of the Holy Spirit inside that same word you see the word self-control It's the last fruit of the spirit, self-control. When you're bendable and formable and moldable, you become where you self-control. You're able to self-control yourself. What, is, what does that mean? Oh, I just, I just can't help myself. I'm just so weak. I just, I just, this sin is so strong. You better start making what? I skipped to who? Nine. I'm not, How would I skip a letter? I said the second letter. I didn't say a letter. I didn't say an actual letter. I said a second letter. I just said Zion, then calf. I didn't say it was like relating it to a specific letter. But you're paying attention. That's good. Amen. So we can't be in a place where we're saying, I'm, I'm just so weak. I'm, you know what? When God comes back, he's not coming back for weak people. He's coming back for people who have self-control. He's coming back for people who say, you know what? That sin isn't worth me going through the tribulation. That sin is not me worth losing my salvation. That sin is not worth it. Oh, what are you talking about, Pastor? Jesus said, if your eye causes you to stumble, cut it out. Are we still reading the same Bible? If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Because it's better for you to go into heaven missing a limb than to go into hell with your full body. Self-control. What's in this book of remembrance? It's a people who are not perfect. It's a people who are in love with God and who obey his commandments and do everything they can in their ability to serve him wholeheartedly. Amen. The next one, the next letter is Resh, R-E-S-H. This actually comes from another root word, meaning the head. Meaning, how many know you have to, R-E-S-H? You need to be submissive to the headship of God. That means he's Lord. How many would be honest and say that there are probably some people who profess to be believers and God's not Lord? I many believe that's probably possible? He might be in top five, but he's not number one. If you're going to be that person who hears the trumpet, God's got to be numero uno, not two, not three, not four, not five, number one all the time, number one in everything. And so you might be someone who has money over that. You might be somebody who has things over that. You might be somebody who has relationships over that. Jesus is coming back for a church, the Bible says, without spot or wrinkle, a church that's in love with him and not money. You cannot love God and mammon. Amen? Another one is W-A-W. I think it's pronounced like wall. This is abiding in the Lord. This is like John 15 again. This is abiding in the Lord. Some of y'all, I want to know how y'all are going to remember all this. You guys are smart. Some of y'all look at me sometimes and I'm like, how in the world are they getting all this? I, I need notes. I can't do it. I'm not dogging you if you're not taking notes. I just want to know how you're going to remember all this. Somebody teach me to remember, but I can't remember your name sometimes. Amen? I get that wrong sometimes. Giving God what is his, W-A-W. Setting up a tent, saying this is my house. Giving to God what is his. Do you realize in the same book of Malachi 3 where it says about the book of remembrance, before that it talks about tithes, and he says you've robbed me in your tithes and your offerings. Dad just said it at the offering. Listen, Jesus when he comes back, he's going to rapture people who are not thieves. It's quiet in here. He's not coming for people who are thieves. You can't rob God in His money and His things and expect to go in the rapture. It's a book of remembrance. Somebody look at the person next to you and say, This is good stuff, whether you like it or not. Last two things. This is from the word nun, N-U-N. Noon, actually. N-U-N. Is a prayer life and reading. And applying the Word of God reading and applying the Word of God where am I getting all of this from there's another general idea off of this book of remembrance there's a word in Hebrew again called Kodashim that means the dedicated ones it also means the set apart ones it means you're different God said Jesus said don't be of this world come out of the world be light in the darkness be salt in the earth and so Jesus is coming back for a church that is not of this world Jesus is coming back for a people who are set apart amen listen church I promise you I promise you, I promise you, one of these days when we're sitting up in heaven drinking coffee during the millennial reign or during the tribulation going on, you're going to say, Pastor, thank you for telling me all this stuff. Even though you look like you're bored right now and you're, I don't know what you look like, but even though you don't look like you're getting this right now, you're going to thank me. You're going to be like, man, it was hard. I didn't get it. But you're going to thank me. That's all I can say. You're going to thank me. Amen? And you're not going to be able to shake your fist at me that I didn't tell you. I see why many are called, but few are chosen. Not everybody can do this. Amen? In Mexico, when you say something really serious, they go, I think we should start doing that. Yeah, You hear a whistle, you know something was deep. Right, baby? You hear that whistle in Mexico, you know something serious was said go to book of 1st Thessalonians I'm going to end there I'm going to end making it a little bit simple for you back to 1st Thessalonians and then I'm going to give you a cool nugget tonight 1st Thessalonians chapter 3 and as you're getting there I had something else here why did enoch go in the rapture why was he raptured? what were the key words with enoch what was he doing Anybody remember a few short words walked with god okay he walked with god that's what we need to be doing tonight walking with god the key in second thessalonians of being taken of being snatched away is that we're watching and we're waiting and we're walking with god amen now I want to show you a few things that are very interesting. If you go to the book of First Thessalonians, we read this morning out of chapter what? Chapter 4, right? About the rapture. Look at chapter 3. And I'm going to just run through a few things. You've got to stay with me. Have your highlighter ready or your pen or something. And look at some of the things. He begins to talk about some things. Then he mentions the rapture. Then he talks about some more. Stay with me quickly. Verse 13, he says, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Chapter 4, verse 3 says, "This is the will of God, your what? sanctification." that you should abstain from sexual immorality, verse four, and you would possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles. Verse seven, for God did not call us to uncleanness, but in what? Holiness, separation. Verse nine, but concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to what? love one another verse 11 that you also aspire to lead a quiet life okay for some of you i see that are trying to write i'm gonna do that once again okay I'm, I'm gonna go through that part just again okay verse 13 so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our god at the, and our father at the coming of our lord jesus christ with all his saints verse chapter 4 verse 3 for this is the will of God remember if we go back to what was the verse in chapter 7 what did Jesus said not everyone says Lord Lord will inherit the kingdom of God or be ready but what he who does the will of my father for this is the will so we go what's the will for this is the will of God that you sanctify yourselves that you don't that you sorry abstain from what sexual immorality verse 4 that you know how to possess each his own vessel in sanctification what's sanctification separation And honor not in passion of lust like the Gentiles verse 7 for God did not call us to uncleanness but in what holiness verse 9 taught by God to love one another verse 11 and you aspire to lead a quiet life verse 12 that you may walk properly towards those who are outside and that you may lack nothing okay we're seeing here the will of God I'm not skipping verses or words because they're not important. I'm highlighting for time. Chapter 13, sorry, verse 13. Let's read what we read this morning. So he says all these things. Sanctification, sanctification, separation, be different, be set apart. You say, oh, we don't have to do anything. Yeah, he says, sanctify yourself. He says, abstain from sexual immorality. That's doing something. He says, love your brother. That's doing something. He's asking us to do something. There's some, part of the teaching of grace is that it causes us to think we don't have to do anything. That's wrong. To be saved and accepted by the Lord and have our names written in the book of life, we do have to do nothing to deserve it. To say we don't have to do anything eliminates the entire New Testament and all the books to the churches. And everything we're reading right now, y'all following me, He asks us to sanct- to be sanctified. This is the will of God, that you'd sanctify yourself, that you'd abstain, that you'd not walk in the passion of lust, that you would uh, be, not be unclean, that you'd be holy, that you'd be loving one another, that you'd lead a quiet life. If you're going to lead a quiet life, that means you're doing something. Because flesh isn't quiet, flesh is flamboyant, flesh is mean, flesh is selfish he's telling us things he expects of us to walk properly towards those who are outside that's something we must do verse 13 I don't want you to be ignorant brethren concerning those who fallen asleep lest you sorrow as others have no hope but if we believe that Jesus died and rose again even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus for this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means proceed those who are asleep for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a what shout how many want to hear that shout how many don't want to hear just a noise with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God how many want to hear the trumpet and not thunder and the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. Now go to chapter five. I'm rushing through this, verse one. Sorry, verse uh, four. "But brethren, you're not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief verse 9 for God did not appoint us to wrath but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ verse 15 I got to do something yes render no one evil for evil pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all that's verse 15 rejoice always verse 16 pray without ceasing verse 17 I got to do something y'all seen some do something here Verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, except he who does the will of God. This is the will of God, that you give thanks in everything, for this is the will of God. In verse 19, do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise prophecies. 21, test all things. 22, sums them all up. Abstain from the very appearance of, of evil say a big amen I know I have to run through that I'm gonna close with something cool there's a book of remembrance there's a criteria there's a people he's coming for a special people a chosen people a royal priesthood a church that's looking and watching and waiting and expecting his return the parable of the ten virgins shows it five were ready five were not the lampstand like yoda would say had them all all them the a lampstand had them all they all had a lampstand right they all had a lampstand lampstand symbolizes salvation chapter two of revelation says your lampstand can be removed Chapter 3 says your name can be blotted out of the book of life The parable of the Virgin shows us ten people who have a salvation who have a lamp But when Jesus comes they're not watching and they're not waiting and they're left behind and they knock on the door and the door shut Okay Why am I saying all this because I want every single one of us to be written in the book of remembrance I want every single one of us to hear the trumpet and the voice of the archangel when Jesus comes back for his church. And I know deep down inside, so do you. And so do you want all your family members and your loved ones to. Now, how many will really just give me about three or four more minutes to close with something? This is new. Not that it's not been mentioned, but I haven't haven't brought it into perspective so we've been talking about the rapture for a long time and once again thank the Lord for that there's, there's there's people who've never heard of it and you wonder how can you watch for something you've never heard of well this because, well what about the churches that aren't preaching it it's in the Bible it's in the Bible it's not like this is something that like God gave us a book different from everybody else it's in the Bible if people are in a church and they're not preaching it they should be reading the bible and studying to show themselves approved but you need to be thankful tonight you're in a church that's preaching this promise you and that's talking about the things that are going on in the world things that are going on in the earth and we know that as i said this morning that tribulation's coming amen and paul just real quick so i forgot come up here real quick i want to throw this in right before i say what i'm going to say this morning i mentioned the economic collapse that's coming, right? Do you all remember that? And I told you, for for any Sunday school workers, anybody that wasn't here this morning, I got a text from somebody yesterday who's in the financial world, a friend. He was sitting with bankers. He sent me a text, not by coincidence, I don't believe, just yesterday, and said, the bankers I'm sitting with are telling me that there is coming a major economic collapse in the United States in October or November and I responded no it's not it's coming in September and I can even tell you very specifically within days when it's going to happen and listen to what Paul
1: just found out okay. well, anyway we don't live in fear Brenda and I and uh, we've taken some of our 401k and we've been wanting to convert it to silver and not not so much just for us to have but to be able to leave it when the rapture happens to family friends or other and we're going to leave little messages in Bibles because people are going to go to the Bible who have heard of God and Christ so hopefully if they'll find it then maybe they'll have at least some means of providing for themselves for a while as they go through the tribulation so anyway I've been trying to get the silver bought and everything and talking with the silver broker that I'm trying to get the silver he was saying that silver's getting to be really scarce and that the silver I want to get it will take four to six weeks delivery which you know that puts us into September if we go we go in September I'm ready okay but it would be nice to be able to leave silver for someone I love and I'm I'm not a doomsday person but you know we want to be smart with what God has blessed us with and we're going to take part of this money and try to get silver anyway my silver broker goes the reason it's going to take so long to get the silver is Chase Bank has been scarfing up all the silver they can get they they have bought 350 million ounces of silver that converts to 5,250,000,000 of today's dollars why are they doing that they must know something and they aren't telling anybody but that's, that's just the word that's going around with my silver broker. So, anyway. That's
0: important. That's confirmation. The, the United States knows, and so do we. The church that's listening to his voice. And we don't have to be afraid like Paul said. We, and like Dad said. God was, if we we don't, if there is no rapture, which we know there is, and we stay here, he's going to provide for us. But look at what's going on. And the reason I say all that is, isn't it interesting that he said four to six weeks that pushes you into September? Why would they be pushing it back so much? They know in September something's going to happen. Okay? Now, why am I saying that? To close with this thought. We've been talking, and I'll get into all this again in more detail in this, in this forum. Anybody who has not been coming or did not make it last time, come. Please, come learn some about this stuff. Because I promise you, I, have, I can't touch it all in services. And, and there's a lot of things. I mean, think about church. You've been coming. How long has it been since I showed that, that, that sign from Revelation 12? I haven't showed it for two years, Maybe. I and mean, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't re-shown again or haven't talked about and it's almost gotten overwhelming because there's so much happening right now that you just don't even know what to grab. It's like, what do I, you know, it's like it's like going into a closet full of clothes and you just can grab anything. You don't even know which one you should wear. There's so much to talk about. I don't even know what to grab. But I believe with all these convergences, what I've been telling you for the longest time, and this is going to be cool, that, God does not want the church to be in darkness on his coming. And revela- sorry, Daniel 12, 5, one verse after what we read this morning, is, is, I'll just tell you what it says. In the end days, knowledge will increase. Okay? That's what the Bible said. And and one of the revelations for me, because you guys know I've, I've been studying the end times now, for again, heavily for two years, but I studied it my entire time being saved. I studied it real heavily when I got saved. But one of the things that I'm finding out is that myself and anybody who's studying in times today in the world, there's a knowledge that's increasing with these things and we're getting an understanding of things we did not understand before. Okay? and, and the example is this tonight, just this one example, we've always heard these things, and, and how many, how many grew up in church? How many have, have have at least, you know, been around church growing up, and you've heard a lot of stuff, okay? And so there's, there's sayings that we've heard, and one of the key sayings that we've heard, we, you know, if you've been in church, especially a good one, you've heard about the rapture your entire life, hopefully. You've heard about the coming of the Lord, and you've heard these things, but, um, one of the words we've heard was that, and it's and it's still today so preached as no one knows the day or the hour, right? How many have heard that? Everybody says no one knows the day or the hour. No one knows the day or the hour, and that's been and I and I, I used to say it for years, but part of the rep, Daniel chapter twelve verse five, un, knowledge increasing is that God's word would come alive to us in a way in these last days as the church that we would understand what Jesus was saying. More than just, oh, no one knows. Just a a a statement. And one of the biggest things that's happened is a lot of these Jewish rabbis have gotten saved. And if you don't know it, there's two big names that are out there that are being used mightily of God. Rabbi Jonathan Kahn and Rabbi Mark Biltz are two rabbis that are being mightily, mightily used by God as now converted sons of God, not only Jewish... But now believers in Jesus Christ as the Messiah, and what they've done, and not just them, but them as as forefront people, is they have a, been a, able to bring the Old Testament alive and make sense, just like I did tonight with these words of the Jewish remembrance and 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 the word, uh, uh, what was the word again? I forgot what the word Jewish word was. Zikron, and and break these things down. It, it it'd be almost like you wanting to learn Spanish and Carla begins to teach you what the things mean because that's her native tongue and it makes so much sense because she knows what she's talking about that's what she spoke her entire life and so these rabbis have preached the Torah their entire life and now they're able to through the revelation of Christ to tie these things in together and now it's like knowledge is increasing okay And then you bring the blood moons in and you bring in uh, the Shemitah year and you bring all these convergences that I'm not gonna mention tonight, but the thing I wanted to focus on you with that was super cool when I was in my office going over this right before I came out is the tie-in between no one knows the day or the hour and the Book of Remembrance. There's a tie-in. Wanna hear it? Too bad, we're gonna wait till Wednesday. Just kidding. (laughs) How many wanna hear the tie-in? Book of Remembrance. And no one knows the day or the hour. First of all, we can know the time. And we've been saying that forever, right? With birth and pregnancies and birth pains and and the due date. And we we don't know the exact minute. We don't know the exact second. But I believe that we can know the time. Because here's what no one knows the day or the hour means. First of all, next month in September, we know we're in a Shemitah year. Everybody knows that, right? And if you don't know what that means, you can get that explained later. But seventh year seven-year cycles it's the Sabbath year okay so run a Shemitah year that started last September and ends this September on September 23rd right Brian Shemitah ends on September 23rd Brian helps me with these dates because I get them wrong sometimes yeah 28th was the blood moon right yeah we yeah so September 23rd ends the the Shemitah year and September 13th through the 15th is the beginning of of well that no that's it thank you September 13th is the end of this Shemitah year and the new year of the new uh, year in the Jewish calendar which is lunar starts watch this anywhere between the 13th and the 15th how's that possible that's two days so we as Americans in the Gregorian calendar, we start at twelve oh one on January first. The Jewish people start their lunar year on Rosh Hashanah, which is the is the new year. Rosh Hashanah translates into the Jewish word Yom, And I'm gonna probably butch this, but Hazikaron and Yom HaSikaron guess what it means day of remembrance the new year Rosh Hashanah means day of remembrance I'm telling you that I believe there's a book called the book of remembrance that is for the people who are going to go in the rapture why do I say that because the beginning of the year Rosh Hashanah is also called Feast of Trumpets how many remember the feasts now here's what's interesting Sunset today is going to be about 9 o'clock, 8.30, whatever, right? Sunday. On the 13th of September at sunset will begin 48 hours of waiting for the new year to start in the Jewish calendar. Y'all following me? And the reason it's 48 hours, and here's what's crazy, in the Jewish custom, they call that no one knows the day or the hour. And the reason is, is there's a conjunction at the new year. And what they would do is they would send two Pharisees, at that time that's what they're called, out to watch for the moon. The moon is behind the sun. And as they're waiting for the moon to come out, they cannot say that the new year has started until they see the first glimpse of the moon come out from the sun. And there's a two day period there. They don't, they cannot say, the day or the hour when that's going to start because they can't start it until they see the moon. Jesus said, no one knows the day or the hour except my Father who's in heaven. God's the one who moves the moon. God's the one who has the, holds the sun in his hands. And so what that means is there's a tie-in that there, there, that, that could very well be. I'm not, I'm not setting a date. I'm just telling you that could very well be a 48-hour period where the return of Christ could happen during the Feast of Trumpets. And it says, at the last trump. And during the time of Rosh Hashanah and the Feast of Trumpets, they sound trumpets. They sound a hundred of them. And they sound the 100th trumpet when that watchman says, I see the moon. It's, when they say, I see the moon, the last trump sounds. And what did that say in First Thessalonians? At the sound, uh, sorry, at, at the, with the voice of an archangel, at the what? Last trumpet. We who are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air. I know that's a lot to listen to. But did you see the tie-in between the Book of Remembrance and what it means and Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the new year? And I'll go ahead and ask the musicians to come, but please don't shut me off this next 30 seconds, okay? Musicians, you can come. And actually, you know what? We're going to do something different tonight. Just everybody stand up. Don't even even have to come, sweetie. You can go back. Isn't she beautiful? I'm going to give her fingers the night off we're gonna just close in prayer amen listen we we have to understand that God is telling us that we do not have to live in darkness that we don't have to be caught by surprise and, and one of the last things that we've really got to understand, and I'll get into this in the forum, and I'll, I promise you I'll, I will continue to continue to talk about this because it's important, because what time we're in right now, these things that are going on. But one thing that's very important to understand is some of these convergences that we've been talking about. Is this, 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 this September 28th, that's the right, is a 23rd? Which one is the last blood moon? Thank you. We just went over this last night. The 28th is the last blood moon of the four blood moons. And remember that the Bible says that the blood moon, when the blood turns to to blood, the moon turns to blood, and the sun is darkened, it says it will be the day, the beginning of the day, the terrible day of the Lord. That could be, church, the beginning of the tribulation. And we know that the rapture is going to happen before the tribulation starts. And that, and, and that rapture could happen in September around the Feast of Trumpets. Am I setting a date? Am I saying when Jesus? No, I'm telling you what we've been learning. That's all I'm doing. And, there, and, and, and what God is trying to say is, is we, we can know the day and the hour. We can know the time and the season. We can know when to look up and see. He said when all these things begin to happen, look up. When all these things, there's nothing left that has to happen. When all these things begin to happen, look up for your redemption draws nigh. And one of the things you've got to understand too on top of all this is that being in a Shemitah year, church, this is also a year going into a year of jubilee. 50th year. It's also in one of the last cycles of those Shemitah years. And it also means, guess what else it means? Biblically, a the tribulation cannot start except after a shemitah year. A shemitah, that's, that's biblical. Okay? So how many are following all these things? I know I'm giving you a lot, but that's why we're going to have a forum so we can talk about it in a, in, a, in a little setting there. But I want you to understand tonight, church, we, what we you know what we need to do? We need to make sure we get our house in order. We need to make sure we get our hearts right and we stay right. Whether he comes back next month or not, I'm just telling you, something's going to happen in september and we all know that and we need to be ready not only for the rapture but we need to be ready to get people saved there is an urgency right now that we've got to have we've got to go out and tell people about jesus can you say amen grab the hand of the person next to us pray tonight